my Lord, kumbaya. Ugh, that was cacophonous. Well, camps have come a long way since I was a counselor when I was in college, and even further since my childhood in the years before that. The LCMS sponsors over 40 camps, and most of them operate year-round. They offer a variety of opportunities for all ages. So this week we're going to take a look at Lutheran camps. We also have a tech tip this week that can save your congregation $1,000. So step outside, take a whiff of that cool morning air, and go back inside and listen to this podcast. Summer will be here before you know it, and that often means vacations and getaways. But vacations don't have to be vacations from God. LCMS camps offer a variety of programs for all ages that combine the fun of a camp experience with an opportunity to hear the gospel and study the scriptures. Today we have Paul Golke, director of Camp Iowa to Sika in eastern Iowa, to tell us what today's camps have to offer. Welcome, Paul. Good. Good to be here. I think you've done a wonderful job introducing it already. What more would you like me to say? <laughs> well, how'd you get involved in camp ministry? It seems like a long time ago, but surprisingly, I never went to camp as a child. Really? <laughs> I started going to camp when I was in high school and really enjoyed it. And uh, after graduating from high school and college, a friend of mine who was working for the camp we went to was in, in uh, college and high school. I had an opening. He was the chairman of that, of that camp and uh, ended up kind of helping them out for a year, and it just kind of stuck around. And So even though I didn't necessarily have the... the career choice of doing it, I could really see how the Lord was moving me in a lot of things that I was doing in the camping ministry, and how jobs I had or experiences I had uh, really kind of groomed me for working in Iowa here at Camp Iodesica. So what kind of training did you need to be a camp director? Uh, Camp directors come in a variety of different (laughs) backgrounds. Uh, Many are pastors and teachers. Uh, For me, I grew up as a pastor's kid (laughs) in Minnesota which maybe was my biggest qualification, but I have a business degree in management and marketing. And that's kind of my background uh, into camping. A lot of it is just being available to work for camps when they have needs and uh, being able to help them out. So there's not a, a camp director major? Yeah, there is a college in Minnesota at Concordia, uh, at Concordia St. Paul. They do have a, a outdoor ministries focus that you can do. Okay. But it's kind of hard to train specifically for for camping ministry. Sure. So can you share a bit about the history of Lutheran camps? Well, they've been going on a long time. Uh, a lot of them came from backgrounds with the Walther League. I think they started a lot of them along with the Lutheran Layman's League over the years. Uh, and uh, Or else small groups. Like in the in the case of Camp Iodesica, it was just a small group Bible study in Cedar Rapids that saw the need uh, for a camp in Iowa District East and they got together and and formed a committee and eventually purchased property and started programs. Uh, camps have a long tradition in our church, and it's great to have that. Well, camp has changed a lot over the past few decades. Can you talk about some of the specialty camps you have available? Well, sure. You know, those old days go back to teepees mm-hmm. <laughs> and tents and cooking out every meal over an open fire, even though there's some camps that still do that. But, yeah, camping has changed. Uh, and uh, we're now we have air-conditioned lodges, and now there's even some kind of computer camps at some camps. Uh, some of the things that we're doing at Camp Idaseka that we're really excited about uh, is, as you mentioned too, just how do we bring God's Word uh, to life in, in the lives of young people, but also how we can surround that with just wonderful activities. We have a horse program that we are bringing back onto our site, uh, which kids will be able to sign up specifically for a horse camp type of experience, and all of our other campers who were involved in other camps uh, will be able to you have horse riding as an activity. Uh, other things that we're doing is we have sports camps that help kids 
uh, introduce them to things like volleyball and soccer and basketball. Uh, we're This summer we're doing a bike camp up the Cedar Valley Nature Trail to Lost Island, and a great chance to sort of use uh, the uh, parks and, and natural wonders of Iowa uh, and get to, get to know them a little better. Uh, camps, another specialty camp we have is um, just general camp, just getting kids away from home. We kind of consider that to be a specialty. Sure. Uh, how do we, again, bring kids into back into God's creation in nature and uh, spend some time with him and God's word and, and in nature? So you're open year-round. How is the camp used in the winter months? Well, beyond our summer program, uh, we have a program staff that can help congregations or organizations uh, plan their own retreats. That's probably the biggest service that we provide is helping congregations uh, work with their goals in camping uh, through retreats, environments, through workshops, uh, just getting people out away from their daily lives and into a camp setting. We also serve the community uh, quite a bit in this area as a place for, for groups and organizations uh, to come and uh, further their goals. Uh, and then there's retreats that we provide uh, to our district uh, or just put out there for youth or for families. Uh, camping really is a year-round kind of experience. And camp is different with each season as well. It's kind of fun to be able to look into the woods and see through them and how trees are, are uh, animals are living in the, inside the woods. And to be able to use a pond for ice skating or broom ball or tubing, uh, just every season is different in the camp. So what kind of communication do you have with the other LCMS camps? Do you know the other directors? Do you get together? Yeah, the Lutheran Church has a wonderful organization, uh, association with other camps. We call it the National Lutheran Outdoor Ministry Ministry Association, or NALOMA. And it's an association of people in Lutheran camping, uh, in the LCMS, who uh, are from across the country. We have, I think, 30-some camps involved in this association. And we do get together quite a bit, uh, not only physically, but through online types of mediums, uh, to stay connected with each other, to help and support e- each other. It's a real cooperative kind of effort. Yeah, even in hiring our summer staff, uh, we're able to tap into the resources and talents of, e- of each of our locations and sites to help recruit uh, summer staff, uh, to help support each other as we advance uh, camping in, uh, in our synod. It's a great group of people to be involved with. So you're able to bounce ideas off each other? And- yeah, we're always never, never inventing the wheel. always taking uh, the best from each other and trying to apply them to each of our sites. So could you talk about how the ministry of the camp complements the ministry of local congregations? Well, we certainly pray that we are in total support of the church. Uh, That's really the reason we're here. We are a faith-based church camp, and we certainly want to be helping congregations with their mission and their ministry, that the programs that we're offering are, are in line with the directions that they are trying to take their congregation and their youth. Uh, we certainly want to try to advance their goals as a congregation or as our district or even our synod. Uh, we also want to be a resource uh, to those congregations. I think there are things and specialties that we have that can help congregations uh, with accomplishing their outreach and helping them. So we want to try and work very closely with the church and the pastors in them. So do you have any stories from your experiences that you'd like to share? <laughs> well, we'd go on for hours now. <laughs> <laughs> but so rather than maybe share specific stories, just sort of the concept of of what we try and do, and that is to really work with relationships. And I think our number one relationship that we try and work on with our youth is the relationship they have as, as forgiven children of God through Christ Jesus uh, as really the center pin. Uh, and the stories that we see as, as the youth have 
have strengthened their faith and realize how God's going to use them in their lifetime. Uh, it's just a wonderful thing to see that maturing uh, and that grow. The other relationship we try and work on is just with, between youth. How do we connect kids together uh, and build relationships? And I've been here 20 years now, and so we've seen just tremendous uh, kids that have come together, uh, met each other, and have created friendships that have gone on for, for decades. And uh, to see them come back year after year and even go on to college or come back and serve on our summer staff, uh, retaining those friendships well beyond uh, their time at camp. And then kind of finding the best part of camp is the summer staff, uh, to have tremendous people that come in and spend some time uh, taking time out of their busy schedules and uh, sacrificing to work at a camp. I, I always admire that. Uh, but they are by far the highlight uh, in the life uh, of, of the camp experience. Kids always put down their counselor as their most favorite thing, and it's fun to watch uh, the talent come through our camp. Uh, a lot of them go on to church work, so we have a chance to help them in their ministry as they go on, but also just be able to bring their talents into camp and have them share them with us. We feel, we feel very honored. Well, I met my wife at, um, we were uh, counselors at Camp Louisimo in South Wisconsin. Well, there you go. So, and I obviously went into church work too, and in fact it was our assistant camp director who um, said to me, did you ever consider being a pastor? And I told him no. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but I never forgot that. Yeah, I think we're actually working on couple number 14 uh, this summer in, really? in one of our weddings hmm. from former staff that have met here. It's a great environment for that. And I oh. think when you get people living and working together, the relationships even with the staff as they develop uh, friendships as they move on from camp into into their careers and, and lives. Yeah. We'll always come back and, and have that fondness for that summer. It's just a great opportunity, whether you're a, a camper or a counselor, um, just to meet other people that share the same faith with you that you wouldn't normally or you know necessarily meet um, by any other means. And you know, especially when it comes to counselors meeting, most of the counselors that come are coming. Their primary reason is because they want to share the gospel and. So they come to camp and they meet other people that also feel that desire to share the gospel and they share those values. And it's a wonderful setting to, to in a sense, practice that and to share that. Mm-hmm. Camp is, uh, can be a very safe place to, to explore and to stretch uh, in those areas and give people confidence to uh, profess their faith boldly. And it's great for the kids to see that yeah, it's okay to talk about Jesus. It's a, like you said, it's a safe place to do that. When a lot of them, I've worked with uh, kids that are coming from inner city areas or, you know, even upper class kind of areas where it's it's not okay to, to talk about Jesus, you know, and, and they've run into problems and, and then they're able to come here and to talk and to sing and, and to learn about him and, and not have to worry about being persecuted for your faith. Right, yeah, and it's a great training field for that. And we find that it sticks. Uh, sometimes I'm not always sure which comes first, but it seems to me that youth that are active in camp are also active in their congregations and active in their families and, and communities. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether we bring out the best or whether we have the best coming to us, I'm not too sure. But I think we work hand-in-hand in, hand in that, uh, really help children face the trials that they're going to face in this world. So what projects do you have on the horizon for Camp Odyssey? Oh, my, we're always growing. Uh, I think our biggest project right now is to get camp ready for the next generation uh, of campers. We are in a 
middle of a campaign to help build a family campground, which we think is a growing trend uh, for families wanting to spend time together uh, as a whole group. And how can we better nurture that? Uh, we're trying to build a, a campground uh, for that. Uh, we're also trying to just continually improve our buildings and facilities and the programs that we have. I think one of the wonders of Camp Ida Seek is that we've been able to remain, in a sense, progressive. Uh, we've gone from the teepees and the, mm-hmm. and the mash tents to you know, air-conditioned lodges and comfortable settings and gone from uh, you know, simple activities to more complex and challenging activities such as uh, bike trips and uh, horse camps and uh, just keep our facilities growing forward and accommodating uh, the needs of youth these days, which, which is always changing. Yet still retaining some of the old stuff with campfires and occasional cookouts and going down to the beach and hanging out for an afternoon. Uh, we're trying to expand some of our facilities because we're just outgrowing them. Uh, we have seen uh, last several summers where we're having to turn campers away, and we certainly hate to do that. Yeah. Uh, so we're trying to continue to uh, provide facilities to, to accommodate the demand uh, that we have. And also just trying to set goals. Our camp board right now is trying to sort of set st- strategies and goals for the future, uh, just as far as operations and programs. Uh, how do we seek out how we can better serve uh, the churches and our district, offer programs that, that are beneficial to them. So where can people learn more about Camp Iodeseca or other LCMS camps in their area? Well, we certainly hope I encourage people to check out org. So it's just a letter stream, C-A-M-P-I-O-D-I-S-E-C-A.org. Check us out. We have a link to the Naloma site that we mentioned earlier. And again, we have camps all across uh, the country, from California to New York, uh, from Minnesota to Texas. People can be a part of. I sent my kids to some of these other camps even in the summertime, and they've just really enjoyed that. Uh, the LCMS.org within our synod, I think, has links to area camps. And, and not every Lutheran camp is part of our association, so there's plenty of other uh, camps all around. All right. Well, is there anything else you'd like to add? Well, I think as you started this, the importance of trying to send kids to a summer experience. Uh, I think there's a lot of benefits in doing that. It helps children become a little more independent, uh, and the parents have a little bit of breathing time <laughs> during the summer as well. Uh, we certainly pray we provide a, a, a God-centered, Christ-centered, uh, safe Christian environment for kids to come uh, and enjoy and learn and grow. Uh, and we invite parents to check us out. I think that's a smart parent to check us out on the website. Or we have a lot of parents that we give tours to in the spring. Uh, as they get ready for summer, uh, we have a day camp program that whether they're ready for a week-long experience or a three-day experience, just a one-day experience, uh, we have a variety of programs to offer uh, offer the youth of, of our area. And uh, it's a great way to help spend some of the summer time in the summertime. We certainly don't want kids, as you said, to, to take a vacation from their faith as they do school. Uh, that's an ongoing process throughout life. Okay, well, Paul, I really appreciate your time. Oh, you bet. Appreciate appreciate the offer. Okay, thank you. And now it's time for the product suggestion of the week. The Iowa District East of the LCMS recently produced a great study on vocation, how each of us has a calling from God to serve our neighbor. It included people like pastors, students, grocers, firefighters, retirees, and farmers, talking about how their faith affects their lives. This would be a great idea for a podcast, interviews, one per episode, with people from all walks of life talking about how God works through their vocations. If anyone wants to take this one on, I'd be happy to help with service space and bandwidth. Time to 
If you'd like to get a computer projector for your church to do PowerPoint and things like that, but can't afford the thousand or more that they cost, hop over to eBay or some other place and get an LCD projection panel. It looks like a laptop screen with no back. They connect to the monitor port of your computer and you place the screen on an overhead projector. Not as portable as those little projectors, but you can get one for under a hundred dollars. They're usually limited to a pretty low screen resolution, 640 by 480 or maybe just a little bit bigger. But for projections, you can't get too high in detail anyway because it gets washed out by the projector. Next week on Lutheran Weekly, we have Pastor Max Mons, campus chaplain for the University of Iowa. Pastor Mons will talk about the joys and challenges of campus ministry. We also have a suggestion of the week and a tech tip, both related to noise reduction. Well, that closes the book on another Lutheran Weekly. Remember that you can post comments on our forums at lcmspastor.com slash forum and ask questions of upcoming guests. Your questions will be read on the air during the interview. If you'd like to leave a voicemail to be aired on the show, you may call 206-339-7909 to leave a message. Thank you, and the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you.